First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Terry, Erica, Stephanie, Diane, Barbara, Anna, Jenny, Robin, Jennifer, Karen, Mary, Kevin, Jill, Joe, Sarah, Kayla, Evelyn, Corinne, Alicia, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren Stories or Next in Fashion and the Project Runway reunion episodes. And of course, you will also have our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway and to be able to share it with you lovely, amazing fellow fans of this wonderful show. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Now let's get to it. We also have to sleep in this house. I'm Haitian. There's ghosts everywhere. The streets are haunted. Church are haunted. Your house might have 12 demons living in it. I'm not afraid of ghosts, so I don't mind sleeping with them. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I am Ernez, and I ain't afraid of no ghosts, but I really am, though. And I'm Nayland, and unlike some people, I am not in the market for a ghost boyfriend. (laughs) Actually, that was the other one I was going to think about, because, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, listeners, uh, you know, just had some uh, tagline drama before we, before we started. Because, so, um, I Ain't Afraid of No Ghost has actually been in my head. But I didn't mm-hmm. want to have it as a tagline because I really am afraid of ghosts and angels. And I've been talking about that a lot lately for some reason. And then this episode happens and I'm just like, oh, my goodness, I identify so closely with bones. <laughs> Because I'm so scared of ghosts. And I also identify with Sabrina because, you know, I'm, you know, um, I don't want to be around people who are trying to conjure spirits and are okay mm-hmm. with that or want to date them. I'm just like, what? Mm-hmm. Anyway. So. <laughs> <sighs> and then we have, and then we have Prache who's like, I don't know. We got ghosts over here. We got ghosts over there. We got ghosts upstairs, downstairs. Yeah. You know, like I grew up with them. Yeah, house is all full of demons. Yeah, exactly. It's like there are demons back at the apartment right now. There are demons who I'm holding hands with at the moment. You know, I'm not scared. Mm. <laughs> there are demons in well. me. There are demons in me. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely demons in mood. Yeah, so um, I them. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, hi, 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 hi Nayland. Hi, Nayland's in the, in the workroom with. <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> yeah. But not here, so it's just us two. Um, it's just us two. Yes, and um, and and let me just say what what a relief to have a regular episode of Project Runway. I know, right. For the, for those of you who who stuck with us 
for our our marathon <laughs> basically the the if you put the two last episodes our two last recaps together you'd have the snyder cut <laughs> um <laughs> and and if you if you stuck through all of that um here's a here is a much lower stakes episode totally it was so <laughs> needed and the campiness and the the uh the awkwardness just just lovely wonderful mm-hmm. moments of just normalcy it was it was amazing it was wonderful <clears throat> and yes. i and i will say that on I think it was on Instagram where people were just like, oh, my gosh, when you guys come back, you come back. There's like six hours. <laughs> I mean, I oh, really? So one in- yeah, people. Yeah. Our listeners love that. Nayland. they're just like more. Oh, hours. you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so we're glad that you guys um, were actually into our version of the Snyder Cut. Um, mm. I actually, you know, it, it's a full day. I remember w- watching the Snyder Cut and being like, okay, great. I'm going to just fill out half of my day watching watching this and having this be about a very epic ep- episode. You know, we just couldn't, we couldn't keep it under three. <laughs> so, um, and speaking of episodes, so we did get some feedback from a reader, um, from a listener, <laughs> um, Terry, who I, I, who was one of our Patreon patrons, and I, I, I say, Terry. So, Terry <laughs> wrote in about hey, episode Terry. two, <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and so, ep- and so Terry writes here, um, episode two. What a serious disappointment. Not the garments, I don't think. The drama. And I realized mm. that the season was shot in the end of summer 2020. But also, just a disclaimer, everyone, we're so sorry about us messing up the year. It actually was 2021. Um, so, Terry, you're right. It, it was in 2021. Um, and Terry mm. goes on. And we, the U.S. in general, we're at a tipping point of racial tension and frustration, and rightfully so. But holy crapness. Um, shout out to how I use holy crapness. Anyway, this episode was triggering on so many levels. I miss desperately mm. Tim coming in, trying to understand what was going on, be a voice of reason, and calmly yet firmly escorting someone out. Then coming back to be a grown up to discuss what they're ultimately there for. Christian is definitely not someone who I could imagine doing that. He's young and really doesn't have enough life experience himself to understand the layers of anger and blatant racism bullying over in the workroom. Why is it so hard in America to, to discuss our racial biases and our horrific racial history that continues today? We, the U.S., are freely discussing the Holocaust, internment of, Jap- um, of the Japanese, homophobia and more. But shit, when the black experience is brought up, no one wants to own it. No one wants to admit it. No one wants to talk about it out of the racist closet already all that to say unfortunately i may need to rewatch the episode because i really would like to focus on the garments or maybe i'll just let it go remind myself that the little i do remember of the garments Praje's jacket zayden's jacket and those jeans was enough i can't even remember what octavio put down the runway and he's someone i have my eye on in all the time I've been listening to the workroom podcast, I can't recall ever hearing the bracket pulls. Oh, so this is Terry talking about the rackets. Um, and Terry goes, I wasn't even sure what was what that was. I am sports illiterate, but now I understand, I think, and can follow along with that concept. Um, and in Tim's cadence, carry on, Terry. Uh, thanks, Terry. Or Terry. 
Thanks, Terry. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Terry. That was um, beautifully put. Yes. And uh, and and I, I wish that we could have been as as succinct. Um, I will I will say that I think Christian makes many of the right gestures, but his ability to actually you're right you're right to call out his immaturity mm-hmm. and his his sort of inability to um to uh to act with a kind of gravitas mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and i i actually had some thoughts about this with this episode okay and and the way that christian has edited this episode is that we keep talking about Christian replacing Tim, Mm -hmm. but, but really in terms of like the balance of the show, Christian has replaced Heidi. Oh, like Christians, the arbitrary one who it's all about approval and disapproval. Mm -hmm. Christian's the one who's doing like wacky stunts all the way through. <laughs> yeah. So 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 in the same way that Heidi like by the end was like doing bits mm-hmm. with Tim <laughs> like like that's what Christian's doing in yeah. this episode. Yeah, how can we ever forget the gigantic light switch? Remember oh that? Oh my god. The foam lights. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, it should have been just shaped in the shape of a shark. Like that was a moment that I will never forget. <laughs> like, what is this? What's happening? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have, I have some notes about that too, for this episode. So we'll, we'll, we'll come to it when we, um, when we get there. I mean, Christian is all over the mm-hmm. place. And again, and listeners, if you have um, your own hot takes and, and, and feedback, and also again, you know, I'm, I'm serious. If we miss anything, <laughs> let us know please um at in the workroom at gmail.com so thank you for your thoughts and um also just to remind everyone there is a cheat sheet so once we get to the runway portion then i'll prompt you when to when to pull that up Mm -hmm. all right so let's get into this episode episode three and um it's sort of in the vein of this entire season where they are meeting we're we're opening up the episode at the very end of the last one so the continuity is just kind of fluid mm-hmm. and makes me feel sorry for these designers i'm like you must be tired so they're sort of we we meet them in the green one room quote unquote on the the back end of the the elimination which was not an elimination everyone is safe and they're trying to take a breather but then the lights go off i had to so i was saying that i had to watch this next part five times to understand what was going on so what happens is the lights go off the designer starts screaming and then they immediately run into the workroom area which apparently was not expected because christian siriano is wrapped up like a little bat in the corner somehow and is like behind a cape and you can hear him go like oh wait they all ran away and so <laughs> so he unveils himself to only like the two designers who kind of noticed that he was in the corner somehow in the dark. And um, so someone, they, they kind of notice it. Christian then starts to like 
summon everyone back from the corner with his ra- with his cape, sort of looking like I don't know, like a bat Dracula. <laughs> the count. <laughs> oh, the count. That's better. That's better. So I was like, mm, it's like a bat slash Dracula. So <laughs> count von count. <laughs> And so Christian is just like, happy Halloween, happy Halloween. And it's just this wonderfully awkward moment where I'm like, they messed up. <laughs> they, they should do this again because the designers were clearly supposed to just stay there in the dark. And then there's a huge reveal and Christian's like, hello. <laughs> but anyway, um, mm. Praje is not scared, but appalled at what the what the challenge <laughs> might be. It's not like, oh, I'm so scared. She's like, wait, are we making costumes? And then Christian is right. equally appalled by Project's guests at what the challenge is like. Um, no, we are not. This is Project Runway. We are not making <laughs> costumes. And so then Christian goes into the spiel, which is basically like, oh, you know, designers like Gucci, Givenchy, Alexander McQueen have all used haunting themes in their collections for decades. Now it's your turn. Everyone's like, okay, great. <laughs> and it's like, like every good horror movie or every single Project Runway challenge for the last eight years, there's a twist. And everyone is actually making laughing sounds, like the ha 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 sounds. And then mm-hmm. Christian goes, well, um, it's time to get your challenge. It's just a short drive away. And now people are um, are actually kind of scared, and all, including um, uh, Zayden's face. So there's this wonderful moment where where Christian is like, "It's seven o'clock, but we're not done for the day. You're gonna go for a drive." And Zayden looks straight in the camera, like, "What? <laughs> Wait, excuse me." Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, the, I I just said that we're we we're like the non this the non drama episode, but um, but uh, but think that this is also the day. This is the evening of the day mm-hmm. that um that of the crazy trauma on the with with Meg. Yeah, yeah. I I'm it made it made. Yeah, watching them wake up before the sun rises makes me really exhausted. But then seeing this mm-hmm. and knowing that they've probably, I don't know what time they got up. Let's say like nine. I don't know. 9 a.m. But that they've gone through all of that and then they still have to go to um, a place to get their challenge. But not just a place, an undisclosed location. And Zayden's face is just like, exactly, I, no, absolutely not. I don't know where we're going. Where are you guys taking us? We've been through a lot today already. We don't know what's happening. <laughs> and it's it's like Halloween themed. So and it's the middle of the summer. So how weird is that? That I'm pretty sure they're they're filming at the end of August or something. And oh of course God. you have to kind of switch over to like this is gonna air in the fall. So it kind of adds to the artifice a little bit. Um so they run away. Somehow for some reason they run. They run out of the green room. And then we pick up that they're all in a in a car heading up to the Bronx. And they're mm. they're going to the Bartow Pell Mansion in the Pelham Bay mm. put up there. And Darren, no, uh, go, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say no. Um, uh, clearly, no car sponsorship this season because we don't know what they're riding in. Thank you for pointing that out, Nalen. The normalcy, <laughs> the normalcy. 
DLC. It's not an ad. <laughs> we have we have enough annoyingness with the time and the and being so so tired and mm-hmm. having to decipher whatever Christian is doing behind that cape. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And so then the only thing that kind of is like the maybe the ad is the actual Bartow Bartow Pell Mansion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm okay yes. with that. It's a museum, you know, it's fine. Which is sort of like New York's most haunted house or something like that. It's yeah. building itself as. Yes. But I don't think it is it normally that. Have you ever been there before? I've never been there before. It it's also like amazing to me that like production was working overtime on this it's like every (laughs) second like the the you know the lighting crew has to like flick the lights um and they're good you know they're going to be like adding in um thunder in post and Mm -hmm. all that stuff oh my gosh but there's but it's like every room that they go into it's like flick the lights all the all the designers have been coached to like <laughs> shriek and and freak out. <laughs> I, and it starts off with Darren, you know, revealing there's there's some people who are really into ghosts, and Darren mm-hmm. really is into it. And so Darren, there's like a placard out front that's just like, oh, people have lived and died in this house. It's so haunted. And um, yeah, they go inside and it's dark. And my thought was like, is it really usually that dark in there? But no, it's not. Yeah. But every room they go into, they're they're they they're kind of like scattering and screeching the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's um it it's clear that they're shooting sort of day for night for some of this. Yes. Like yeah, it's 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 very loopy. It's a lot of and, um yeah. <laughs> But the main thing we hear about over and over again as people like walk through is like um, we hear that that Darren is that weird kid in high school who sniffed glue. (laughs) (laughs) And then we hear constantly about Darren's desire for like his singlehood and his desire for ghost boyfriend i mean darren does darren have standards darren's not only thirsty for christian siriano <laughs> but also thirsty for mm-hmm. like basically the yeah. beyond dead <laughs> the, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> living or dead <laughs> or in between yeah it's just i'm into it yeah but there's a room that they go into Dude, where there's just like a mannequin you could do <laughs> You could do better, Darren. I, I, you could get yourself. You could get yourself a man who is alive. So this is the other thing about Darren, where it's like he sniffed glue in high school. Um, <laughs> described himself as being like this, the flamboyant, artsy one, but also can see dead people. So mm-hmm. I was thinking, I'm like, okay, um, just in terms of what what Darren is into or attracted to, perhaps. Ha- like Darren just has like a <laughs> wider range of things, but also yeah. I want to know like were you seeing the dead people before you started sniffing the glue, or just <laughs> after? Because I'm wondering if there's a one to one there. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. There's like there's a room where there's um yeah. So like they go through the rooms and all these rooms are sort of named after I guess the 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 family members who who slept there, mm-hmm. and there's one. That is, I guess, the maybe the patriarch of the family named George. 
and um, mm-hmm. there's a there's a dress form with George's clothes on it, and um, rightfully so. So again, like I was very much with Bones on this one. So glad that Bones is on my my bracket specifically to identify with this. So they they open up the door to go into the George room, and there's the dress form with that's fully dressed in like whatever clothes that George would have uh, would have worn. And Bones is like, mm-hmm. you know what? There's just something in me. That's saying, don't go in there. So George, so Bones takes his <laughs> candelabra and like walks down the hall. And then Darren's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 but George, like you're cute. Like, oh my God, George, I'm single. I'm so single. And I'm like, but is yeah. Darren seeing a head? Or is Darren also into <laughs> headless dead men? I just, I'm so curious. <laughs> I'm just like, Darren's ghost thirst is a little... Well, we hear a lot. We hear a lot about Darren's insecurity in this episode. Oh, totally. So, yes, this is this is a, um, a, a a very yeah. We learn a lot about some people um, in, in this yeah. episode. Um, but what before they go exploring the rooms, we do get the challenge. So going back to the very beginning, I don't know if you clocked this, but there's Aaron in the dark going, can someone just say Chris Siriano's name so he can show up like Beetlejuice, so we can know <laughs> that we're doing this, what we're doing in this scary ass house. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have tackled Aaron because this used to happen to me growing up in church where between children's choir rehearsal and the adult choir rehearsal, if you're if you have parents in the adult choir, you just stayed afterwards and just kind of like roamed. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. This is my phone. You just kind of roamed the church, which to me was scary at night. And one of the mm-hmm. one of the tricks that older kids would always play on the younger kids was they would push us into the bathroom and just scream Bloody Mary three times. Because I think that's, that is a thing oh, that you just God. say Bloody Mary right. over again. Right, right. And so then I heard Aaron say this, and I was like, I would have tackled Aaron to the ground. <laughs> like, please don't say names <laughs> three times, please. But um, someone does, and Kristen Ciarano actually conveniently shows up in one of the mirrors. Appears like in the Mary. painting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and finishes giving off the the challenge so we're in this mansion it's the Bartow family house they died there sometime in the 1800s and so the the designers will have to spend the night (laughs) in the house Mm -hmm. to get in the spirit you know they have to embody what it's like to be in a haunted place because the challenge is to to create in two days they have a two-day challenge to create a hauntingly chic gown for a fabulous right. masquerade ball that will include mm-hmm. the mask. And again, mm-hmm. this is not a costume challenge. They want real fashion. And uh, yeah, I'm just like, oh, okay. What did you think about this challenge? Because I kind of thought masquerade ball was a little out of left field. But... I mean, it it seems fine. It seems very middle of the, very middle of the road. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it's loose enough that um, you know they can. There's there's a lot of latitude there. Yeah. Um, at least at least we know where the girl is going. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yes, yeah. It leaves less to their interpretation of whatever. Yeah. Like WTH? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, there is. I mean, it's interesting that there's a there's an important portion of this challenge that Christian doesn't talk about that mm. you only sort of find out later on, um, which is that um, 
each one of them was asked to bring a piece of fabric that kind of represented them or had meaning to them with them. Yeah. And that they're going to incorporate that piece of fabric in with their look. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I didn't understand they had to do that for this challenge or they could do it throughout the season. No, I think it was for this. I think it was for this challenge, isn't oh, it? Because we hear about it from, a, or maybe I'm wrong. No. no, I think I think that it is for this challenge. Yeah, because a people lot get of them asked do that. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that that's okay. That's so confusing because yeah, um, it kind of like comes out slowly. And what my thought was, oh, a lot of people are using that fabric that they brought from home just in case they get eliminated early. Mm. <laughs> They're just like, I want to use it now. <laughs> Just in case I go Interesting. home. <laughs> so that's mm. what I thought. I'm like, oh, that's strategic to use it on the third challenge. And trying to remember episode two, we didn't hear anything from that. That was a, that was a normal challenge where they went to mood. They haven't had right. anything like an unconventional whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. I kind of felt like some of them were hedging. Um, and so one of the people who are who's doing that, because um, do I think we hear that. Um, during the the house day from Bones because Bones has a piece of fabric that looks just like some carpet that he saw. And it's like, oh, this is the same color. So I'm going to use, I'm going to incorporate this fabric and kind of use this carpet (laughs) as inspiration for the design. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to stay, they have to stay overnight. Yes. They tour through the house. Um, We get an interesting, um, a uh, moment from Zayden who talks about being going up to the attic and seeing yes. the servant quarters and how this is the, you know, the, the opposite of the luxury of the rest of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so some folks are sleeping upstairs. Some folks are sleeping downstairs. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, you know, we get, we get basically the run of different experiences from, from a lot of folks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, we have Prajay just, again, not afraid to sleep in the house at night because he's Haitian. And as mm-hmm. someone who I know and love many Haitian people, <laughs> I can just say <laughs> that I've been privy to some conversations where it's just very, you know, very normal to talk about things that are haunted or spells that have been cast. And both sides of my family are from southern Louisiana. So that's basically a.k.a. kind of Haiti as well, just in terms mm-hmm. of just like the this the interesting superstitions that come in that are sort of like wrapped into certain things like there are certain things that i don't do that make you know yeah anyway yeah there's certain things that i don't do just just from from cultural reasons but mm-hmm. i'm i'm not like project like i'm scared of ghosts and demons right. i don't want them uh, but i grew up around people who are just like oh my gosh like yeah let's <laughs> let's talk about it and so i that's probably why i'm mm-hmm. phobia anyway so they spend the night i had Oh no! Go ahead. Yes, yeah. I had a, a, a I had a weird little production moment in oh. here, which is that um, I uh, and and maybe I'm wrong about this, but mm-hmm. um, I you know they're they're all sketching. They have like thirty minutes to sketch. Oh, that's right. And there's a shot. Uh, there's a shot of Anna sketching, and she has like her black spiral sketchbook with her name written on it, and suddenly I had a moment where I was like, oh, I wonder, like, do the designers, are they allowed to keep that on them all the time? Or do they have to surrender it Hmm. to production? 
after the 30 minutes are up, right? How do you enforce, like, you guys have 30 minutes to sketch and then blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they probably have a PA who comes around and collects all of them and then redistributes them to them when they get to mood. Yeah. That's a good point because I kind of thought about, again, this how they're ordering things and and where they do these things like sketching this is at night it's like 11 Mm -hmm. o'clock at night yeah and they go they flash oh 30 minutes to sketch so it must be it has to be something that's like um pro or that is yeah that's kind of programmatic for everyone no matter where they are in the house so yeah yeah and we're not seeing anything digital there aren't any like hp Tablet. HP pads, <laughs> tablets. Yeah, no, none of that. Um, so, yes, um, folks go to sleep. Um, you know, Darren puts out the request for Ghost Boyfriend a couple of more times. Yes, yes. Um, and you I, know, again, I would have tackled it's... Darren. I would have tackled, I would have pushed him outside. Or I would have slept outside. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> Can't do this. You'll be your own ghost boyfriend by the time I'm through with exactly. you. Exactly. I'm like, you're drawing them in. And and I yeah, no, absolutely not. So <laughs> So we go we go back to um you know, everybody who's up in the serving quarters wakes up first. Mm-hmm. They come downstairs and wake up everybody who's downstairs. Mm-hmm. And then they And kind of get yelled at it. Exactly. <laughs> Aaron's like Aaron isn't having it. It's like go back to bed. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you guys nope, have to leave sorry. and yep. get to mood. Everybody heads down to mood, where we get to see Swatch. Yay! For a very very and moment. yes, very brief moment. Um, they they walk in and that Christian pops out from behind something again, trying to do a jump scare, and it's not. It's not happening. Yeah, I think the like, only person who was really scared not... was Chastity, and you yeah, know, it's like that's kind of worth it. <laughs> yeah, at least one person got scared. Um, you know, but they have so everybody. Oh no, I was going to say that they have. Um, they they kind of gather around and they have thirty minutes to shop, mm-hmm. but five hundred dollars, which I think is even harder. Yeah. To, to spend $500 in 30 minutes or to shop for $500 worth of fabric in 30 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this Christian's is... big beef is that um, it, it Im- immediately starts complaining about people's color choices. This is where um, it starts with my, I, in my notes, I wrote that Christian Siriano begins haunting the designers. <laughs> Darren, I can't believe you're doing a red dress. Zayden, mm-hmm. what color is this dress? Red? Ugh. Is someone doing anything with a fabulous color like navy or brown or <laughs> silver or gold? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all... It's, it's all it's all red and black and Christian's upset about it. I mean, we get a, we get a couple of people um, who aren't doing red and black, like, like mm-hmm. Chastity. Yeah. Who's mm-hmm. thinking of doing something with white, but, but the, the mm-hmm. white we figure out later, you know, it makes more sense later on. The white is something that she brought with her. So we hear about, you know, bones is fabric from home. And then Chastity brought uh, like a mesh 
thing from home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and Kenneth is using not red and not black. Green. Yeah. Right. Using green. And we get a bunch of Chris, a bunch of Kenneth's backstory. Yes. Um, talking about um, growing up in the Philippines and um, how it really was not okay to want to be a fashion designer. Yes. Yeah. Um, and sort of, and sort of his struggle. Yeah. And I, and I feel like, um, we, like we could have like continued this wonderful narrative of like, Oh, Kenneth, you know, la la la. Um, but Christian kind of in this interaction does what I, I just say, like he builds him up being like, Oh my gosh, you're going to stand on the runway because you're not doing green. You, I mean, you're not doing red or black. Mm-hmm. You've chosen something that's unconventional and, and exciting. It's this olive color, but then I'm nervous. It better be fabulous. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Bones fails at launching yoga with Bones. Mm-hmm. So at the end, <laughs> once they're done shopping, um, Bones tries to get everyone to breathe with, with him, to do a, a, mm-hmm. like a communal inhale and exhale. And, um, you know, no one's no one's with it. No one. No one cares. Um, yeah so yeah 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 anyway so um we leave mood and it's time to go back to the workroom where the workroom is haunted Uh, (laughs) where production has to continue to flicker the lights off and on has george the ghost followed darren back to are they dating now is that why George is around. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I just think George is jealous of the other dress forms. <laughs> and doesn't want anyone else to have a dress form or, you know, something like George is, George is petty. Mm. So, um, so, okay. So we start on with Katie and I had, I had a lot to say, but I had a lot of thoughts about Katie during this episode. Get, it's, I, I think we're meant to. So let me, let me, Lay them on me. So Katie is worried because she doesn't do scary and doesn't do mm-hmm. haunted or any of that kind of stuff. And for me, I'm like, listen, your aesthetic, in my opinion, is clown. You're in the realm of super creepy. And it's yeah, you're terrifying right there. <laughs> It's right there. It's you're so yeah. close, Katie. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just kind of every time they cut to like a talking head with Katie. Now that we, that, that is, this is our third episode with this aesthetic. It's a very, very severe graphic aesthetic that she has with a, a lot, a lot happening around the collar area, which just screams clown to me. And I, I feel like she has a sheep yes. clown aspect, but also very easily creepy and haunting Mm -hmm. uh, clown. And I'm like, you know, I feel like this is tailor made for you. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, so, so Katie's aesthetic at this point seems to be like, um, deny your terror. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like like you will feel terror. But but just like deny that like why Ernest why are you scared? It's just a clown. He's like oh my god you know I'm into you like clowns right? I'm into like cognitive you dissonance like, like 
That you like clowns, so right? <laughs> right? It's just it's just a suburban mom. Right? What, what are you afraid of? Like, oh my God. You know, there's like, nothing scary there. Exactly. It's like bright colors. You know, there's nothing <laughs> scary about pink and orange and neon green together. How can that be scary? I'm not wearing black at all. There's right. no black. Yeah. To be seen. <laughs> <laughs> and and look, my arms are covered. So you know, what I mean, what are you worried about? I'm not hiding any knives under these sleeves. I'm not hiding anything. Oh, man. Or, you know, I'm not, you know, anyway. Um, so, okay. So we also get a little, a little bit more out of Zayden, who is trying to expand the definition of haunting, it sounds like. I feel like they're, they're I, because I thought that they were going to go for like an attic aesthetic or something about uh-huh. like this, the, the servants in the mansion. But um, right. Zayden's going more towards a voodoo inspiration and is using Marie okay. Laveau as so uh, so I have a question for you about this yes because this is kind of your stomping ground right so many right to say. yes so first of all Zayden like we see three pictures of previous outfits that Zayden has made yeah that look like they're all Marie Laveau. Yeah. And 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 my question for you is for someone from Louisiana mm-hmm. is is like going to Marie Laveau for inspiration, like the designer who looks at New York City for inspiration and uses the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> man because i've i mean i've yeah i've been to new orleans like maybe three times Mm -hmm. um and 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 loved it every time Mm -hmm. but like you don't turn around without tripping over some marie laveau there (laughs) this is not a deep cut (laughs) it's not it's not at all i mean and it's and it's like, you know, and Marie Laveau, like, Marie Laveau died a long time ago and is a very mm-hmm. legendary figure, a very problematic figure as well. Like, very like, incredibly complicated history with just, like, mm-hmm. just how also, like, New Orleans is in terms of, um, uh, like, just, just yeah, the occult voodoo and influence of that and, like, you know, Catholicism, a lot of stuff. So it's incredibly interesting to me. But, yeah, I, I, I feel like there could be – I feel like there are modern-day voodoo priestesses that Zayden could pull from. And also, it's um, – let's see. I think she passed – she died, like, in 1880s. 1880s or something like that. So it's also this, like, mm-hmm. very um, – yeah, like a like a nineteenth century aesthetic that, in and of itself, I think kind of calls to a lot of um, like a, like costume or even like a lot of um, you know aesthetics around New Orleans that I think is like caught in that time. Like New Orleans is a very old city, um, and right. I think a lot of a lot of the architecture kind of comes from like the eighteen hundreds, seventy. Like it's still around, so it's sort of like yeah, it's kind of like kind of cliche. And especially if you're going to pull from a really a really long um, someone who has like such a sordid history and um, is kind of you know kind of comes to mind and it's so funny like when I when I was writing in my notes I was writing um, just I've never seen 
there are a bunch of ways to spell Laveau, Marie Laveau's like last name. Mm-hmm. Even that, like, it's just like, it's just, it's just been around so long. But, um, so, cause what, one of the things for me is like Zayden says like, well, voodoo is a part of my race. Um, I'm part Creole. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, I'll just, you know, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about that as a thing, because, um, it's, it's also, I think, for for Zayden, for someone who would identify as Creole, which is also very controversial amongst um, uh, particularly Black people in Louisiana, that um, it's almost mm-hmm. like m- maybe Marie Laveau is more like a this actual like patron saint, and it's just like stuck. It's just stuck in his mind or something. Or also, I think what we were talking mm-hmm. about last week about um, signs and messages. Like, again, it just feels like the most literal thing (laughs) you can do if you want to talk about voodoo. And so I'm just like, oh, man, like, come on. Well, also, also, like, I I would be very interested in the conversation between Zayden and (gasps) Prajay. I know. Who currently lives with. Because Prajay is talking about voodoo. Yes. Yes, right, yeah. is talking is is really talking about the religion. I mean, and it's like, and it's like, it's there's a big difference between like Marie Laveau and Erzuli. Yes, right? this, yeah. This is like, I mean, there's so much about that, and like, I you know, like again, like I've of some family who are Haitian, and they talk about, and one who lived in New Orleans, and she loves talk, she loves thinking mm. about how how similar New Orleans is to just just and you know um and also in new orleans like they call themselves basically this this the northernmost caribbean country <laughs> there's mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and of course there's like a lot of um um a lot of um uh, oh gosh what do you call it um trade between haiti and louisiana and of course new orleans was like a major mm. port in the south and so then um yeah no and and i think i think i think marie Laveau's husband was Haitian I so, like there is still like there's like a Haitian connection there and so so in the same episode to have Prajet talk about um and actually also like made a make a voodoo doll like the uh, Prajet have like voodoo but thinking thinking of it more um in a modern sense um and then have have having Zayden talk about it in, a, in a very specifically New Orleans context but um it really it's yeah I kind of love that part of it where, but I, but I would have loved like a conversation on screen where they kind of actually talk yeah. about how there's so much crossover. Uh, yes. But I think also there's, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm suspicious about it. Anyway, I think that there's, that it's a very complicated thing and that there's a way that there's a way that New Orleans trades on the idea of voodoo as opposed to spiritual practice okay so and because they didn't bring that up as like a again glossing over the history of marie laveau just like Mm -hmm. well you know like she made money uh, doing voodoo i'm like yeah she did she made money doing other stuff and she spent that money in very uh Mm -hmm. awful ways um and (laughs) yeah you know, it's mostly, it, yeah, and it was mostly like a commercial venture. And I don't think that there is like a, 
I don't really know if people, if there is a conversation around whether or not, but I mean, she was an actual voodoo queen, like, you know, whatever. Um, right. But yeah, she made, she made a lot of money and it, it, it definitely was like a capital thing. Um, but you know, not necessarily a, like, for instance, like again, the, um, friends, family who are actual, you know, Haitians, um, it's mm. very, very normal to talk about spells and to talk about spirits mm-hmm. and to, and to talk about, um, you know, and there's someone who is saying certain things over you or there's, there's like, it's a very, um, it's a very common and integrated thing. It's not something that, you know, you kind of like, you know, would necessarily commodify or, um, and, yeah. and thinking about how like how how Praje is approaching it, it's not based off of a uh, of an icon. Um, it's just sort of integrating a lifestyle and a religious. Right. Not, not well, like also, religious, but it's like, like Praje was approaching it. Yeah, Praje was approaching it in the streetwear challenge. Yes. Right. Yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? So yeah. that there's, yeah. it's it's a very different sense of like. Um, it wasn't in the ooky spooky challenge. It was in the um, where are the places of resistance and and protest. Yes, yeah, <laughs> challenge. Exactly. It's always there. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, so we, you know, um, so Zayden has other problems, which we will get to later yeah, on. Yeah. Um, regardless of the Marie Laveau part. Um, but then we we go on to we get backstory from Chastity, mm-hmm. who talks about her special piece of fabric, um, which is um, reminds her of um, losing uh, her her dad. Mm-hmm. And so she tells sort of tells the story of her dad as she is constructing this dress. Mm-hmm. So we hear from her. Yeah. Um, Christian pops into the workroom and says it's looking spooky in here mm-hmm. and sort of goes around um, to talk to different designers. Um, comes up to Octavio. Yeah. Who um, we we hear is Shapes. Yes. He's making... Octavio is just like a, a Christian... <laughs> oh, he's like, yeah, you know, like I'm all about... <laughs> I'm all about volume you... and proportions and shapes. Um, cause he's making mm-hmm. a, he's making a bubble dress and which mm-hmm. kind of looks like another, cause at this time I realized that there is a, a pattern of a mermaid silhouette going on. So Zayden is mm-hmm. shaping their, his dress into like a mermaid thing. And then we have Octavio and, the, and there, there are other mermaid dresses happening around the room. And, mm-hmm. um, but Octavio is using all black and, um, trying to keep it chic and simple and, um, mm-hmm. and, just keeping it just about the shape, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, anything to say about this? About Octavio um, so far? No, we kind of. Uh, nope, we kind of go on to. Um, uh, Christian goes to talk to Darren. Yeah, yeah. Who, um, who is not having a specific freak out about the. Thing that he's making but having a generalized freak out yeah and is like you know um i was here uh i you know i was in the bottom 
one time i was in the bottom the next time mm-hmm. um i'm i'm worried about flopping yeah. and and i i'm asking the question do i belong here and um and we cut to a um we cut to a commercial when we come back um <laughs> it's like dun, 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 cliffhanger <laughs> yeah yeah christian uh gives the response uh that i made note of which is like well look you're you, you know it, the question is do i belong here christian says well you're here for a reason <laughs> and and I, and I put in parentheses yeah casting it's like <laughs> it's like that is that is that is a not an answer no it's not that is that is that's 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 very slippery of you agent um, you know and finally christian offers up some advice like like darren goes i'm so much younger than all the other designers he's 27 um so he's certainly not the youngest designer that's ever been on christian who is the youngest designer who's ever been on was like look you know i was the youngest designer i turned that into a multi-million dollar business and he says, so you can do it. Yeah. Which is, but then, you know, it's like you need to um, get out of your head in terms of, you know, constantly rethinking yourself. You know, he, he offers, he offers some reasonable advice. And it's sort of the first, but the first like mentoring we've seen Christian do in a while. Yeah. I was really surprised at this response. Cause I was like, Whoa, Christian is observing and has been observing yeah. Darren because he pulled out. It's like, you're having a, you're conceptual. You're having a hard time bringing your yes. conceptual mind into your finished piece. And you're, yes. I think you're psyching yourself out. And I was like, Oh, well that's based off of information. <laughs> Christian has gathered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, that was really great, and also a, a a nice um departure from how it could have gone, which I I noted. Christian comes over to Darren at the beginning and says, "Oh, this dress is looking like a Christmas present that I don't want to get." I'm like, Christian, and mm-hmm. so then I'm glad Darren didn't really hear that and was like, "Can I just vent about being so right. young?" So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, um, next we go to Bones. Um, right, Bones who doesn't make gowns. I don't he make fit make gowns. And he's talking you know, to Christian. Let's just forget right. about the fact that, just forget about the winning piece that you made for Darren that you made for me <laughs> on the first episode. Just forget about that. <laughs> forget about that fitted piece. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I kind of just had echoes of what you were saying before of just like, could this be a learning opportunity for Bones? No, it's not. And I think, right. I, was kind of, I think I was hoping that Bones would take in that feedback of how much they loved the 30 minute dress <laughs> and just kind of yeah. think of that as an epiphany, yeah, yeah. but no. So. And yeah. And similarly, um, I think that like, you know, there's, there's this moment where, uh, well, the nice thing here is that, we the bones christian beef has like completely gone yes yeah right yeah like that's like like that's so in the rearview mirror yeah um you know christian um 
Christian likes his fabric that he brought. Um, and, you know, he's, he is sort of liking everything. Mm-hmm. Um, is a little bit worried about what Bones is going to put on top of it, which is, I think, gold leather. I don't know what Hard that to tell was. Hard other like what that other fabric a, is. A poof of yeah. gold is what he said. Yeah. Yeah. That's on top. Christian's a little worried about that. Because I thought about that um, in contrast to Octavio, where yeah. um, I think Kristen is trying to push Bones to remain with one color. Um, yes. And I, I saw the poof of gold as I'm like, I don't think that uh, Bones is confident enough to just keep it with this really beautiful fabric that he brought with him. Mm-hmm. So next we yeah. have um, Zayden. Right. And Zayden's other problem, which is that he's chosen this what I'm sure is a really beautiful fabric. Yes. Um, this silk five. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but it, Christian immediately points out, right. So here there's a level of expertise. He's like, this fabric is going to be, it has to be immaculate. It's mm-hmm. going, it's got no give. You can't make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's going to show everything. And Zayden is kind of isn't hearing it. It's just kind of like, no, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, because I because Zayden is fixated on the color, and even through the screen, right. I'm like, this color is. It seems like it's radiating. Whatever color it is, it must be yeah. so beautiful. But um, it just, yeah, we'll see later. But um, Christian just sort of does the hinting that. You know, it might not want to do the things that you want to do, this fabric. Right. So um, next is Coral. Over to Coral, who talks about Day of the Dead and the and her piece of fabric is um, reminds her of her mom's sister. It's fabric that she got um, from her aunt. Like her aunt yes, gave her yes, this yes, fabric. Yes, yes, That's right. Yeah, yeah. This kind of beautiful black lace. Yeah. That she's making a very kind of like chic dress with. Again, mermaid. <laughs> I'm just so curious. Like, why is everyone going uh-huh. for mermaids? Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, and I thought this. I thought this conversation with Christian was also helpful um, to sort of be a little bit more thoughtful about how to finish the dress um, mm-hmm. because it's a lace. It's a lace fabric, and she's got it so symmetrical right. on the dress form. Um, and it sounds like she hasn't really thought out what the bottom part looks like. And so Christian just encourages her to kind of think through the silhouette a little bit more. Um, and then we have Kenneth. And uh, right. Christian keeps asking, what is the concept here? Um, so again, Kenneth is also working in green. and Right. But um, Kenneth is, there's, here's the danger sign here. Mm-hmm. Like, Kenneth is being like perfectly nice in this exchange. Well, Kenneth is nice to everyone, including all the reps in mm-hmm. the Philippines. Kenneth, mm-hmm. Kenneth, I think has <laughs> not a creepy bone in in his in 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 his body at all. But but you mean in intera- interaction with Christian <laughs> being perfectly nice? <laughs> yes. Well, just in general, he's being perfectly nice. Mm-hmm. Um and and um and. We see that he's dyed his hair. Um, oh, I didn't notice that. So he's so he's now blonde. Mm-hmm. 
that's a lot. That's a, we saw that from like the earlier pictures. Yeah. No, he's he's um so he's perfectly nice and blonde. Um and um Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh, theories. Okay. Now I get it. Now I okay. um but then but but we do get this whole thing where Christian's trying to be like, "Okay, you need to have a story here. Yeah. What creeps you out? What's scary?" It's this, like, does this creep you out? Do rats creep you out? And Kenneth is adorable. And it's like, oh, no, rats don't creep me out. Okay. In the Philippines, I had, like, rats are okay. We had lots of them. My parents, like, my parents, I just had them. There I'm were, like, 40. 40 or 50 of them. Yeah, I love them. And, and you know, which is, like, incredible, um, you know, fodder for Christian, who can then do, like, a whole riff on on rats. Um <laughs> And, you know, um, but then finally they get to, oh, snakes kind yes. of creep Kenneth out. Yeah. And there was, I mean, snakes do eat rats. So there you go. Um, <laughs> snakes creep Kenneth out. And um, but I say this with all love. Kenneth is on my bracket. Yes. Um, but but uh, snakes creep Kenneth out. And he... Um, he remembers that there was this this frame mirror in a frame that had a snake on it yeah so that's there we go that's kind of the story yeah the snake yeah and also the the other supplemental fabric that he got from mood sort of can it be interpreted as snake skin it's got like mm-hmm. a like circular um like a print motif on it so i'm just like okay that could be an interesting interpretation of snake skin um mm-hmm. so they go with that um and next we have katie and right christian is calling her outfit popeye goes west for the nautical mm-hmm. theme there she's got some horizontal stripes happening that can be again it's bringing Ringling Brothers to me. It's looking like a, a Masters of Ceremony for the circus. I, I, just like such a clown mm-hmm. aesthetic, like a or you know like a like a um a band it's, leader, it's or sort something. of a majorette look. Yeah, majorette. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's sort of still in in that vein, but Katie is having a really hard time again, um, understanding that you know she looks creepy at that moment. She looks creepy right now. She radiates creepy. <laughs> But she's like, I don't do dark, right, but I she's don't like, do black. And I'm like, you know. Because, the- yet, you know, does black bring you joy? Well, uh, I'm like, it, I mean, you know, Katie, but can. Like, you're, you're, I'm like, I just saw like Katie's clothes freak me out. They don't bring me joy at all. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, again, it's perfect for the challenge. You know, like the, the homicidal clown and it. I don't think wears black. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. So everybody everybody goes home. I mean, the the truth is about this episode that that any of this stuff, like, okay, we've kind of gotten through everybody's backstory. Yeah. We've got like, you know, we've we've been set up with what the sort of the conflicts are. There isn't anything else that kind of comes up in in these Con, you know, in terms of the conflicts um, that uh, was not there, you know, I mean, it, it's it's all pretty straightforward. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. We do get to see the next day. Um, we get to see Zayden do um, his bit of meditation. Can I say that the first time I watched this, I was doing the exact same thing. So I was sitting on my floor, though, cross-legged, <laughs> and this came on the screen. Because whole, like, this whole episode, I'm just like, oh, man, Zayden. Like, I wonder if maybe you were related. But I'm just, like, sitting cross-legged, <laughs> and Zayden's sitting cross-legged. And I was also stretching the same way. I'm like, oh, my God, what is this? Anyway, so just, yeah. <laughs> it was weird. I, um, it, it, this just reminded me that actually um, I uh, have, have done... A, a very unusual thing in the mm -hmm. past couple of years, which is that um, since um, I would say April of last year, I've, I've done like a weekly yoga class over zoom <gasps> with a couple of friends of mine. What? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the most, the, the most regular um, class, like gym related that I've ever done in my life. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's so great. So, uh, so were you doing and, the same thing me, when you watch this? Are you is that what you're saying? You're in your own I, yoga? No, but I but but I've been in that I've been in that pose recently. <laughs> yeah, I kind of love that because I'm just like I, I you know, yeah. we again like there is this whole meditation thing that we skipped from the very first episode. But even like the breathing that Bones was doing um at mood like you know i made fun of it but i i i really mm -hmm. do enjoy that they're showing how the designers are taking care of themselves emotionally so, yes it's the it's the well it's the wellness season yeah i like that <laughs> um so so they head back to the yeah. workroom and uh models show up yes but before we do that i was wondering if you had anything to say about katie one a's in art school Oh yeah. I mean that well it is it is remarkably um it's it's it it is a certain kind of self-knowledge. I mean that's the thing. It's like Katie is um self-aware mm -hmm. in a way that a lot of these other um folks who have been cast in this role generally aren't mm -hmm. yeah like usually they're like well i do my wacky things i like my shoulders or i i you know i do my appliques or i you know yep the, the sort of craftier folks are never like you know given this much self-awareness and it and it really feels like for katie to go like Okay, well, I remember in art school there were these there were the kids who like didn't do the assignment, um, but they made their own thing that was like really cool, and then the teacher got mad and gave them a bad grade because they did their own thing. Mm -hmm. um, and and uh, you know, I have my own feelings about that as an art <laughs> teacher, but um, <laughs> but. Um, but also, but then she admits, like, she's the kid that wanted to get the A mm -hmm. from the teacher. Yeah. Regardless of what the criteria was. Yep. And how she struggles with letting herself be the, um, be the other kid. Yeah. Who does, like, the, who, who does, like, the weird thing that's their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
I kind of I like I like this insight into her process about yeah the, like the struggle of because she yeah the like the type A ness behind you know pun not intended of Katie was sort of coming through yes but also the fear of doing something that is out of what she thinks that she's capable of doing or or something that she feels so strongly about um, yeah and just yeah this actual fear of just you know failing so. All right. Anyway, so we have model time. Mm Mm-hmm. And and let's see here. We get we get more of who's in trouble. Yes. Um, Zayden's in trouble. Yes. Kenneth's in trouble. Yeah. And and we'd see Christian meeting with them and just being like, "What is?" I thought Christian and that because Christian kind of corners Zayden in the brother sewing room. And mm-hmm. I I thought of this as such a like th- I'm like this is Christian Cyrano's wheelhouse where there's mm-hmm. something very practical and technical that needs to be done in a in a very particular way like you know because of course Christian has this 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 is you know his um 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 like lane of expertise um, especially when mm-hmm. it's, when when you're trying to go for symmetry. And also volume, because Christian's designs right. are known for being very voluminous and gravity-defying things, um, and uh, and also, you know, of course, uh, impeccably finished. But Kenneth right. is sort of in a headspace where he's not noticing that things are off in the front or the back, and it sounded like he really needed Christian to direct him in a practical way mm-hmm. and to stop like kind of messing around with certain things because it was kind of flowing. But um, there are some technical things up front. Like, are you? Would you like your model to be covered from the front? Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. And then Z- and Zayden. So Zayden has um, his model walking, and it's starting to pucker. The model is walking very slowly, and Christian does his whole thing. Like, you like that? Do you like all that? And. And so Zayden is like, oh, yeah, I love it. I think it's great. But I think sort of like Kenneth is not really focusing on those details. <laughs> and so there is. Right. Well, yeah, go ahead. I, I think it's the I think it's the um, I'm terrified to say anything. Hmm. Um, I'm terrified to say I I don't like it. Yeah. Because I'm being I'm being talked to so aggressively. <laughs> but. Um, but that is that's Christian's technique. Yeah, is to be like, really, you like that? You really like that? You yeah. like how fucked up that is? Really, you like that? And until you say that there's a problem, or if you just keep saying it's all right, then yeah. Christian will go like, okay, well, we'll see. Uh, even, you know, it's it's, it's either. It's either I told you so now, or you can opt for I told you so later. Yeah. Ah. Uh... It makes it that so encapsulates how how kind of like kind of like semi infuriating these interactions are at Christian mm-hmm. and also the panic where um I yeah I really thought Zayden perhaps was just like oh yeah she's she's sort of walking she, I want her to feel comfortable but I'm not noticing that all of the stuff that Christian said is ha- was could happen is happening because Zayden goes well right. I haven't sewn it yet and I'm like well if you sew it it's going to get worse um mm-hmm. yeah um christian Cyrano is spinning in the room for some reason and not 
giving it any and going like I'm things. spinning, I'm spinning, I'm spinning, spinning, spinning. That to me, so that was the moment to me where I was like, okay, Tim would never do this, but but Heidi would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, Christian's the new Heidi. <laughs> That fits. Uh, that fits. Because he spins towards Chantal, and Chantal's like, I'm making right. a gown for Predator's wife. He's like, really? Oh, my God. Call the chopper. I don't know what that means. And just walks off. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Christian Christian supplies the one thing that he knows about Predator. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do love Chantal's story, which is, like, really up there with the, like... <laughs> How you get from the haunted Barto Pell mansion to the Predator's wife. He's like, that's a movie like, that I saw once that really scared me. And so then I'm going to make yeah. it into a gown. <laughs> Just apply that on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so we so kind then of, we go to Anna. We go to Anna. And we also learn that she's making her own fabric. So she, she's she's got this... Um, fabric from home so she's also using fabric that she Mm -hmm. brought from home but there's also some other fabric that i i think she's making but she's Mm -hmm. she's trying to figure out how to apply more tool to the skirt part and um this is where sort of christian also is trying to get her to think more about the shape and the placement of the tool and not make it like a just a a tool that you tacked on mindlessly so. Right, which is also kind of like what she did in the last challenge. So I think he's, I think he's pointing that out. Yeah. We also hear like um, some, some, what feels like some real trauma from her, which is that, oh, like her yes. inspiration is that the the her previous relationship made her feel like she was choking. So all of her work has something to do with choking. Yeah, which is it looked like, like she whoa. did a whole entire collection based off yeah. of that um and so a lot of what we've been seeing in her portfolio is coming from that and we in that's the backstory behind the inspiration of those designs mm-hmm. yeah yeah um so everybody is working away towards the end of to the end of the day and we see katie has started painting mm-hmm. on her on her dress which seems to be like phase four like like when kitty doesn't know what else to do <laughs> on on her garment she starts painting yes yeah it, it seems definitely she's feeling very defeated by the end of the day mm-hmm. and mostly because she just doesn't know what how to please making. christian <laughs> like how do i please christian right how right. do i meet this brief um this is something that i i, I really don't do so um, she's mm-hmm. really out of her wheelhouse. Um, and then in the next scene is one of the creepiest things that I've ever seen, which is a commercial about um, the Winter Olympics. I don't, I don't know if you <laughs> caught that. It's a bunch of athletes standing still and a slow camera pan and a choir of children singing very slowly yes. and creepily in the backgrounds. Like, I get it. Okay. The Olympics are happening again. But this is this is. Yeah scary anyway so that's that was the next thing i saw in my notes um all right yes (laughs) the olympics you know 
group funeral. Yes. Oh my gosh. So then we're back. It's the next morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and we hear something kind of wild, mm-hmm. which is that um, Katie is like, well, I packed up. Yeah. Last night. Yeah. Like there's uh, footage like, of her packing. <laughs> packing her stuff. She's so convinced that she's going to go home. Um, that she's that she's packing up. And she woke up at we 4:20 also in the that... morning and there is no joke. Yes. There's no joke. <laughs> she just woke up at 4:20 a.m. <laughs> and didn't go back. She to doesn't sleep. live in the world where that's a joke. I just heard I just saw it go by but... and I'm like, "All right, that's refreshing, but also interesting." <laughs> noting it so <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um we also find out they have a juicer in the in the uh apartment oh yeah of course they do i did not i, I well, don't remember that part <laughs> do you are you in the market for a juicer Nayland? no i'm not i i used to i used to have one and um and found out that i that they're a pain in the butt to clean, and I never used it enough to really justify owning it. So, are you worried who's washing that juicer? Maybe on the show. Are you? Con- is that, is- well, that's a good question. Who's washing that juicer, and, and whether or not they're composting all of that, um, all that um, fiber that comes out of there. And I can tell you that, um, but um, at this time, never mind. I'm not going to get into the whole composting thing. This that's a very New York conversation. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, um, they they go all the way. They're back to the workroom. Yes, looking amazing. By the models way, models come back they, in. They walk nailing. Like I, I I know a lot of the judges have been pointing out how how the designers are looking, and I just have to say, like I mm-hmm. love everything that Chastity wears all the time, um, and just made a mm-hmm. note that she looks amazing. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Yes, people are people are looking sharp. Very sharp. Um, there, you know, we can see the folks who were really thinking about the mask from the get go, and the folks who were, um, who only are thinking about the mask now. Right. Um, there, you know, um, we learn. You know, it, it dawns on me again that the accessory wall is doesn't belong to anyone. It's no longer branded. Right. Yep. Um, it's just an accessory wall. Mm-hmm. Um there's uh there's no there are no stars in hair and makeup anymore nope nope um there there's just you know uh, uh nameless nameless makeup drones that we have <laughs> um and the big drama here is that zayden still can't work it out in terms of the um in in terms of his model being able to walk comfortably in his dress yeah so he's just cutting out more and more stuff from it yeah he's trying to take some cues from how she's able to walk um and i i you know we kind of hear a little bit of um of the model of his model saying like well you know i can't get enough momentum to kick the black tool from underneath um, the very bottom part of the mermaid dress so that I can walk freely. And so he's feeling like he has to compromise his design a little bit because the black tool was supposed to be showing underneath, but um, it really is compromising her walk. So 
Um, Mm -hmm. And he's sewing until the very last minute. And Christian, of course, is hovering in the sewing room and making Zayden even more nervous um, Mm -hmm. as, as time, like, ticks down. So. Yes. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's that's about it. That's that's the main drama. Um, that's, that's happening. pretty much it. They're doing. They're they're suddenly Christian says to Katie that he likes the funny little thing that she's making, mm-hmm. or it's like he says it's not too bad. This funny little thing. Yes. Yeah. Um. So so we're getting Christian. Yeah, Christian does do his. I told you so. Now. Mm-hmm. From the uh, with with Zayden right and is then, it like right before uh, the last touches to... before yeah 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 so everybody gets lined up and it's time for the runway yeah so um they they all go out and they sit in front of the judges and we don't even get an introduction of the normies anymore I'll just have to do it so um, the normal judges we have is Nina Garcia, mm-hmm. Brennan Maxwell, and Elaine Welteroff, who is our main mm-hmm. host at the very beginning. That she's taken the front half of the of the runway and also gets to introduce our very very special uh, special guest judge, who is Taraji mm-hmm. P Henson. And of course, mm-hmm. everyone is just like overwhelmed, and it's amazing. And then Taraji mm-hmm. P Henson to me does her. Um, does her her ballroom clap um and also um <laughs> reminds me of the time that she showed up on legendary <laughs> on hbo max and completely <laughs> took over the entire panel and i feel like she did the same thing today mm-hmm. <laughs> for this judging panel mm-hmm. but um but yeah everyone's really touched that she's there especially chastity um so, so yes yeah. yeah and um yes and we uh yeah, and and Brandon in a very hauntingly chic windbreaker. Oh, so you approve of the and, windbreaker? And, and black and black t shirt. Are you saying that facetiously? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Well, you know, the uh broken clock is always right twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh no i'm i'm i am saying it completely facetiously i know i i like, know he just happens to be wearing all black on uh, a very haunting <laughs> runway it's kind of appropriate yeah yeah <laughs> but not yeah. really appropriate well, <laughs> but again taraji p henson calls out well, i want to be i want to wear what some of the designers are wearing like i you guys look amazing yeah. um yeah they're regularly outdressed well, also let me let me just say that mm-hmm. um, I, this is a moment where I agree with Katie. It's like that black doesn't bring me joy. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it is possible. It is okay. All right, fine. Like in that in that instance, yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. So okay, listeners, so- we're we're going to get into this runway. So check the show notes and click on the link to bring up the cheat mm-hmm. sheet. That will have our looks in runway order. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's get started. First Who's up first? is Coral and her Dia de los Muertos dress that's dedicated to her aunt. And what do you think about this? 
Okay, so I, you know, I have to kind of take back, I, I think the way that they're shooting this is so dramatic and wonderful. I really enjoyed the runway. Um, and I like the back better than the front. The back has this mm-hmm. interesting fringe detail. And she did that last week too, or um, with the streetwear challenge, where um, with Tice, so she had Tice as the model, where there was like an interesting fringe detail, but here it is again. And so I'm a little worried about that with coral um but i thought the mm-hmm. symmetry on the front it it did really give me the lace um like a very like mexican lace uh feel that i thought was actually um really appropriate and, and really nice i think i'm just also not into the mermaid silhouette as much but um i thought it was i thought it was nice people are people are very um very morticia Adams with a lot of this. Is that what that is? Because I was wondering, like, am I missing something? About I think that's, I mean, that's, you know, when I see like a, you know, a sort of <laughs> um, column black dress mm-hmm. with that, you know, with, with that flare at the bottom, I'm, I'm thinking about her. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. So who's, who's next? Next we have a uh, project. <laughs> mm-hmm. um and uh it's a uh, yeah what are your thoughts on this uh, i keep forgetting the project is on your on your bracket because i'm jealous but yes it's so, what do you think it, it's it's very red yes um it is uh it's it's a bow that does the thing that um that that what's her name's bow was supposed to do Sabrina, who is um, on my the bracket. first challenge. Thanks Sabrina, Sabrina's Thanks bow. For that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but that, but it's like it's, uh, yeah. I I think it's I I think it's fine. I, I'm not I'm not bowled over by it, but it's you know. Yeah, to me, good. it felt like a church dress. It like one of those like church dresses you see from like in a family album from the 80s or something there's something about the bow Hmm. where it felt not prom dress it felt more like Uh a very fancy special occasion at the church in the 80s Uh kind of yeah that's sort of what it felt like but yeah yes um Um, he she's styled with um with one of the creepy uh what does she have? Oh, she has like the beaded heart shape bag. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is she is very like red bride in it. Yeah, oh, totally. I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine too. All right, next yeah. we have next we have Chantal, Predator's wife. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about this cutouts? That was my first thought. I'm like, ooh, we have a Dimitri esque thing. Like it just kind of reminds me of that. Mm. But I love the effect. I still mm-hmm. I still think it's great. Um, I, I kind of think of Chantal as I'm waiting for her to show me the expertise of someone who has been on Project Runway before. Um, and uh-huh. I, and I'm not getting it yet. I thought this was just, it was, it was okay. It was well made, fits well, it walks well. Um, but I think the cutouts just sort of made it seem, um, less special because it's been done on Project Runway so many times. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you think, have any thoughts or do you want to go to Octavio? 
I I think it's uh, I think it's um, I actually like it more than Dimitri's cutouts. Oh, please do tell. It feels it feels subtler than I'm. I've never been such a big fan of Dimitri's mm-hmm. whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh. Um. But um. But I think uh, I I think it's a bit subtler. It is definitely like feels like a kind of armor reference. Mm. Um. But I I like that it is also kind of silvery and ghostly and and um, you know it kind of works. Yeah, I do like that it is silver. Um, and there's like this also this kind of like I mean wet motif going on too. Yeah, yeah. This could kind of show up in in like a red carpet challenge. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I think they probably nobody would do that. But it would actually be like a really good thing to put out on a red carpet challenge. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, do you want to talk about uh, oh Nexus Bones? No, no, we have Octavio. Oh, oh shoot! Sorry. Yeah, next we have Octavio. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, we can sort of like. Save and, this one, but oh I, well, we—that's true. We could say okay. Let's let's go ahead and save it. I'll just say that I loved how this looked behind the scrim before walking out. I really, really enjoyed mm. the silhouette of that piece. Um, mm. It's really, yeah, beautiful. Um, and next we have Bones. Bones. Um, mm-hmm. Who I will say because you know Bones is on my my bracket. That the first thought this is my this is our first time really seeing this outfit. Um, and I think I had this thought in the workroom. It just sort of looks like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves to me. There's like a, a mm. woodland thief uh-huh. <laughs> motif going on. Uh-huh. That's just all I could think about. Prince and tights. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah. Yep. Next we get Zayden, who's on my bracket. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, and we can talk about them later on. Yeah. Um, next is Christina, who is on my bracket. And I I mm-hmm. thought this was a very boring dress. <laughs> um, it, it, it definitely has like a, there's a kind of weird choice about, um, about doing that kind of hip padding. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of didn't really go anywhere. It was it was odd. Yeah, because I feel like it might have been a, a feature that didn't work out. Because it also looked like the model was using that as a pocket or as pockets, or even yeah. holding it up to maybe show something that Christina didn't have time to do. Um, and mm-hmm. and there was this um sequent detailing in the front that I'm also wondering if that was fabric that Christina brought from home. Or had something to do with something yeah. that she brought with her, but uh, yeah, I I think so too. Yeah, yeah. All right, next um, is Sabrina. Yeah, is Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Um, and oof, on this for me, I don't know what you thought about it, but I'm jealous of everyone else's bracket. And so, yeah, so I, I just, I, again, um, I'll, and I'll just say that both Christina and Sabrina had um, plus size models and in the, in the mm-hmm. runway, they, 
for some reason said like they just there's just this whole thing I'm like oh you know I like it because she she's comfortable in it and I'm just like okay are we just what do you what do what do you mean um I kind of like the volume that was happening around Sabrina's model but it felt messy and not very thought through and I think had some of the issues uh that Kenneth um, had to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, probably yes. had some issues with as well in terms of what to do with this voluminous curly thing that you're doing and how are you placing it and yeah. what are you trying to do? And it just felt like she might have gotten lost in the swirls. So, yeah, yeah, I think I I feel like she's really lucky that that Kenneth um, was uh, was in the competition. Totally. Because because it she was very close to being in the bottom from my book. Yeah, yeah. Um, um then we get Aaron, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, is Aaron right? is next. Yeah, who is very frank about? Well, it's not the it's not the best and it's not the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, he said, "I think he said, I feel like I pr- create a beauty pageant." <laughs> Halloween queen. Yes. So admits that it's got like a, like a bit of a pageant feel to it. Yeah. With, with like a very, very high slit. Very. Is like fine, but doesn't make any sense. I Mm -hmm. don't know. Nope. Um, then we get Kenneth Mm -hmm. and we can talk about that, um, later on. Yep. We'll talk about it. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> next, <laughs> next we have Darren. Yeah. Um, who said, who didn't seem as if they understood the brief while they were talking about this um, piece walking down the runway. Right. It's like I made a classic ball gown. I I did a great, but also Darren sees dead people, so I don't think I don't think they would see anything differently about this runway at all. Um, yes. Since they're so into dead already. Yeah. Um, Darren has Mimi who really is like the one of the stars of this season. I think Darren, I think Mimi like as, saved Darren. Um Yeah. Yeah. Although there are there are parts of um of Darren's design that are somewhat reminiscent of the costume designs for Bram Stoker's Dracula. Hmm. You mean, like, so if, like the if the idea is that you're, yeah, kind of like he uses the tool as a way of sort of staining the, the staining Mimi's body red. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Like using that single layer of it. Mm-hmm. It, it actually, there's a, there's, um, there's a way in which that kind of works. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then we have Katie, who um, was not allowed to bring her packed luggage with her on the on on the runway. And <laughs> what do you think about Katie's? Well, I thought going the straight jacket route is, you know, <laughs> sure. I mean, it's still it looks like um, it still has the, the clown aesthetic with the. Uh, with the collar, um, an extreme collar. And I like that she took those horizontal stripes that <laughs> Christian said was, you know, um, Popeye goes west um, and kept mm-hmm. that 
so feeling really terribly about having to change it and completely um, shift away from what she probably didn't think was nautical, but was coming off as as nautical and also kind of like jamboree-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and kind of going into and using those lines in a different way. Um, I actually like, I actually liked it and, but I did not like the pattern choices. I did not like the fabrication of it, but I thought like how this was going, Mm -hmm. how she solved it and how she brought the lines through was actually really, really interesting. Again, mermaid, but fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What'd you think? Um, yeah, I thought I, I, I thought, um, you know, it's clear that Katie only knows a, co- a few patterns. Okay. And but she managed to kind of like shift things around a bit to for it not to feel like so much the same as everything else that she's made. And I thought it, I thought it was fine. Yeah, same. I you know I thought her mask worked really really great. Um, she worked on it last minute. Mm-hmm. I thought it was yeah really really simple and wonderful. Um, so yeah. Then we have Chastity. Chastity. Who we can talk about later. <laughs> um, who we can talk about later. And then we have Anna, who we can talk about later. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert for like 30 seconds. I know, from exactly. Now so let's talk episode. about it. Okay. So the, the judges score their decisions. So, well, right. Ahead. And yeah. who's safe? Um, so, oh, I only call that, they, they call it who's, who's there, but the people who are safe, um, mm-hmm. oh, who, who is it? It's, uh, it's Sabrina, it's Katrina, it's like two people from my, two people from my bracket, Aaron is mm-hmm. safe, um, who else? Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh, um, Kenneth? Yeah, Kenneth is safe. Darren is safe. No, not, oh, I'm sorry, oh, not, not Ken. Ken. Darren is safe. No, no, not Kenneth. Darren is safe. Yeah, Darren is safe. Um, um, yeah, Katie is safe. Yes. And um, and everybody, uh, uh, so everybody goes to to troop off. Ba- but but um, Katie gets a special. Everybody shout else out. goes to troop off. Yeah. From Brandon. Yeah. Who um who uh really likes um what she did and she's yes. she's shocked she's and, really shocked um yeah um Prache is safe i i have to say that i love Prache's like eartha kit black turban look <laughs> that he's got going on i wanted to say so, something so about cool. it when you were talking about the juicer i'm just like oh my god i love <laughs> i just love i just like the, i like what they're all wearing this season it's it's incredible Project okay, yes. is very grand. Yes, I love it. Um, <laughs> and there is—I mean, it's funny. There's there's a bunch of there's a bunch of men in skirts on the on the runway mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this year. Um, anyway, uh, so we go on to who are the who are the tops and 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 folks on the bottom. First person out is Anna. Anna. So we see Anna's. Um... So it's again, it's back to the reveal. So it's like, who's, who's what's the next mm-hmm. one? So it's one of their favorite looks. It's Anna's look. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Anna gets to talk about the fabric that she brought um, slash made and, um, and, and about this, 
um, sort of like how this is her aesthetic and the creepiness of the, of this, mm-hmm. of this feeling. But um, they absolutely love this. And uh, mm-hmm. I think um, Brandon says that it, this looks like something that could walk down the runway in a Valentino show. And so mm-hmm. sort of like the high praise is saying that this is runway ready right now. Um, and we can see that, sh- that she didn't, um, she, I think, thought a little bit more about the tool, but it doesn't seem as if she really added yeah. anything from yesterday. No, but it's a very, the dress that's underneath this big veil mm-hmm. is kind of a lingerie yeah. inspired yeah. in a way. And, and in that sense, because it's so transparent, it's very perfectly put together. Yes. Um, which is, which is impressive. Um, and they sort of, they heap praise on her and, and uh, um, yeah. Yeah. They, they really love it. And she seems very happy. Yes. So um, next, so the next um, designer is also one of their favorites and it is, who mm-hmm. is it, Nayland? It's Octavio. Octavio. <laughs> Octavio. And I, and I will just say once again, I would, I would, wear this in a second like once again octavio has like put something down the runway that i could <laughs> that i could totally wear yes i yeah i yeah no i i yeah they all loved it the words were like breathtaking and if taraji p hints was like you mm-hmm. have me at pockets they also have pockets <laughs> practical thing and even brandon is like so how do how do you so what's underneath? Because I also I'm I want to know why Brandon asked these questions, or I just want to know because I'm also wondering if if everyone is thinking like how is she walking in that? What 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 do the knees right. feel like? Um, and so then um, Octavio says that there's like a drawstring underneath with another bow, so there's yeah. like a design element underneath there that we can't see. That but that's mm-hmm. like it's very stretchy and allowing the model to walk very comfortably. Yeah. It's amazing. It's yeah. Well, depending on where you tie it off, I mean, there's there's a lot of fabric there, so yeah, it could even be tied off close to the hips. Yeah, and you wouldn't you wouldn't even necessarily know. Yeah, and so it wouldn't restrict movement at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, Nina Garcia is like, I can see your signature, and Nina loves it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and also yeah. Nina's creating the line for Octavio because last week, of course, was the streetwear challenge yes. and she's like oh you can do the streetwear in this way and then then you know um balloon it out into a, a you know high fashion red carpet look and it's like yeah you know nina's just designing his whole, whole line right now so on to fashion mm-hmm, week mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. octavio anyway <laughs> yes and so next, next up is one of the low scoring designers mm-hmm and it's Zayden. And it and it's Zayden. Yeah. And you know, he gets called out for every single problem. Um I'm I'm surprised that no one called him out for the voodoo doll cuz that uh, that is that uh, I mean that's cornball. Come on. <laughs> um and also I think that the way that he dealt with the head wrap is really not good to me. 
So yeah. you're worried about your bracket. I'm worried about my bracket. I mean, like, I kind of think of this as, I don't know why, but maybe it's like, because, you know, last week, and it's also something that they say in deliberation, where they're like, Satan knows how to make a dress, which I thought was surprising that they would make that comment. Um, mm-hmm. But at least they're sort of seeing like, okay, the structure, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a worrisome piece. And uh, but I, you know, and also I, hopefully for Zayden hearing the same thing that Christian said in the workroom come out of Nina Garcia's mouth. Um, yeah, maybe reinforces some some, some listening for, for next time. So yeah, that is the hope there. Yeah, and Taraji's just like feeling bad for the model. Yeah, which is going to be difficult to hear. Oh yeah, totally. And then the model is just like, yeah, feel bad for me. The model's like, mm-hmm, yeah, it's hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> And then the uh, and then another least favorite design, and it's Kenneth, yeah. the other person on my bracket. <laughs> my bracket was not looking good this week. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Kenneth has finally gotten a story for it, which is that it's like a cobra, right? And that the things that are on here are sort of the um, the the folds of the cobra. Um, and the fact is that it's just, it's not thought through at all. Like what's happening on the front of the dress doesn't make any sense. Um, it's, and it, it is like this put together with what happened last week with the patchwork Mm -hmm. makes me feel like Kenneth is just not that experienced. Yeah. Like these are like weird ideas that aren't that that are not all that well executed yeah because sort of when he was starting to talk about his love for you know his rats back at home in my notes Mm -hmm. as a joke i was just like oh you know maybe it's like they have like a cinderella relationship where the rats kind of are helping him put the works together that we've seen on instagram (laughs) because Mm -hmm. his portfolio Mm -hmm. is so uh you know, and not you know, perhaps not not distrusting that um, Kenneth is making those outfits, but I kind of started doubting whether or not Kenneth is actually constructing those pieces. Um, and if and if he is, and it just takes a lot of time, and and he's not able to do yeah. that and execute that in this time frame, which is um, you know kind of yeah. sad. So yeah, I think I think that that is that that that's probably it. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, um, next up next. is another one of the least favorite designs, and that is Bones from the Sherwood Forest um, on my mm. brackets. And uh, yeah, and Bones is surprised, and so are people backstage. And I was like, what, guys? Come on, of course. You think that that's going to be yeah. out? Um, uh, because who do we have left? Like, um, oh, gosh, I, I can't remember the, the last person. Chastity. I'm like, so the only two people we have left is Chastity and Bones. And you guys are really surprised to see Bones' model come out. I was not. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they kind of, like, thought a lot. They, they Brandon asks a lot of questions. And Brandon also prefaced this, like, the next one I have a lot of questions about. Like, I'm. it seemed like this piece really confused a lot of people. Um Bones really liked it 
And they also, I think, didn't like the mask either. Like the mask uh, got called out as well for being messy and just a lot going on. But um, I think all the, the, they were disappointed in not really seeing the best of what they have liked about Bones' work in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Nina's like, you know, I've seen some phenomenal looks from you. And this was very, just very disappointing. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. They were, I heard Showgirl. It didn't give me Showgirl. It just it gave me Sherwood Forest. So Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, green and gold, even though that's, you know, um, we, we see a fair amount of that. I, I feel like that's a really tough combo. Very, very. To actually, you know, I mean, Elaine is wearing that this week, but, mm-hmm. it, but I just, I think it's really, really difficult to pull off. Yeah. So, and the um, mask was like, you know. You know how you know how Prince had those weird periods <laughs> where you just be like, Prince, I love you, but what the f? <laughs> like with this visual styling of yours, like yeah. there were just certain moments. Yeah, we're just like where you would just be like questioning, like it's this is a lot. Yeah, and I don't yeah. really understand why. Yeah, no, totally get it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> here's a ne- okay, <laughs> our next designer um, who I already kind of spoiled, but our final designer with the high scores um, mm-hmm. is Chastity. Mm-hmm. Um, I I okay yeah because I I loved this interaction and I also kind of i'm pointing out so um the model comes from behind the scrim and we can see the silhouette and it's like everyone in the green room is cheering for her mm-hmm. and the model's coming down and also the model's like walking and cheering as well with her mask and mm-hmm. i also didn't notice that, that the model also was having a hard time <laughs> walking in this dress or uh-huh. being very careful mm-hmm. it seems like a very delicate mm-hmm dress um uh, that she's walking Mm -hmm. very carefully but yeah um everyone really loved it and um i think what was so meaningful to chastity was that taraji p henson who she's a big fan of also Mm -hmm. loved this piece um and then chastity was like listen i did my makeup really good i i can't cry because my makeup is perfect but Mm -hmm. yeah i i really love this moment so Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's um you know, there's uh yeah, Taraji's just in love with it. Mm-hmm. And um I will say like as a as a, you know, as a guest judge, Taraji is is like I, I agree with you that kind of taking over, but um but also um clearly sees her mission is to uplift. Yes. So she's so so enthusiastic for for the, all of the folks, mm-hmm. which is um a you know a very nice thing to see. Yeah. So they go off backstage, and there's and there's big conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, is there anything in the in this part of the judging that you um wanted to 
point out or not really but i i just kind of like that they had so many great pieces to choose from i really didn't know who mm-hmm. was going to win after this conversation and i was okay with all of them winning essentially but for mm-hmm. the for lower scoring people i was really worried about your bracket <laughs> i'll just say <laughs> i was really worried you and me both and i was i was worried because i for some reason i'm like you know um I, I I kind of thought that hmm, I don't know if Bones deserved to go home, but um, I knew that I I knew that project not project, but I knew that um, that Zayden would be okay, and um, mm-hmm. uh, but I wasn't I wasn't so sure about Bones. I'll say, um, but yeah, but after and oh and well, what you brought up before but- the side by side with once they they did a side by side that I that you brought up that I completely forgot about, which was um, the vest from last week that, that Kenneth made yeah, yeah. along with, with that dress. And then it, I felt like a, a wonderful wave of relief. I'm like, okay, all right. I think, I think it's going to be Kenneth. So, yeah. Anyway. So they, they bring him back out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, do you want to say um, who our winner is? Yes, I would love to. On behalf of uh, Patricia, who is not here with us, mm-hmm. it is Chastity. Chastity is the mm-hmm. winner. And also, and as... No, go ahead. <laughs> no, there's like this super lovely thing that happens, yes. which is that they announce that, that Chastity is the winner. and you, And it cuts to her being hugged on the runway by um well taraji comes up to hug her but she's also being hugged by um by is it both bones and zayden mm-hmm. yeah yeah who who are around here who in terms of like the layout of the runway they're like they were way at the other end yeah. of the group of designers so they had to like come on down the line mm-hmm. and and give her a hug yeah um and it's and that is that is very very sweet to see yeah like it's like the three of them together when taraji comes up to to give her the hug yeah, yeah. um and uh and it's interesting like like you know nina is more effusive um uh it's it's there it's like the judges are much more forthcoming than they normally are yeah and i i wonder if that's also a taraji p henson effect because again thinking about the judging panel on legendary when (laughs) it's all it was legendary (laughs) because on that episode Mm -hmm. um there was a um there was a performer who was crying and of course, I'm, I'm I'm okay with crying. I think it's totally fine to mm-hmm. have those feelings. Um, but they're feeling so dejected and Taraji really kind of like mm-hmm. hones in on them and just tells them like, look, listen, like we're telling you this because we care and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here, like Taraji is so again, like just very, very effusive and even gives um, Chastity her, um, her scorecard. And she's like, this is, I want you to see what mm-hmm. I wrote on, on your scorecard. I want mm-hmm. you to have like how I scored you um, mm-hmm. because your, your work is so amazing. So beautiful. And I'm so proud of you. 
So I I I just mm-hmm. love this so much. And uh also I love Chastity in the back when she just goes, Listen, I'm a thug. I don't cry. I'm like, cry, Chastity. <laughs> Thugs can cry. Thugs can cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I just love it. It's great. <laughs> mm. Um so yeah. So that's that's that moment. So so then um, we get uh, so Anna and Octavio um, head back mm-hmm. and and also seem genuinely happy. Yes. And like they get backstage and like all of the designers and and it's it's such an interesting moment because it's like, oh, OK, now that like this tension has sort of been dispelled, like they all seem genuinely happy for each other. Yes. Yes. You know, <laughs> um, which is like, oh, thank God. Like, yes. I'm, like I'm, you know, um, and so they, they, and then they send Zayden back. Mm-hmm. Zayden is safe. And very emotional and as well. And he's, and very emotional, kind of floored yeah. that like he, I think he really thought he was going home. Yeah. And so then it's down to Bones and Kenneth and they hug each other and hold hands like yeah. like um i like i thought about like that uh that moment in toy story 3 when they're when like all like the toys are in the incinerator and they're uh-uh. i've and never seen like hold each other's hands. i have never seen oh. that movie because everyone said it made them cry and i'm like nope nope <laughs> No. All right. Well, Ernest, you may the... be you may be a thug. You may I'm be a, a little thug, dead inside. You can cry. I'll admit it. Let me just say <laughs> I am from South LA, I will say, you know, I'm from I'm from that part. Thug, thugs can cry. <laughs> uh, so uh so then we find out that who is it that's going home? Ugh, it's Kenneth. Yeah. Ugh, yeah, yeah. Yep. And Perfectly nice blonde Kenneth <laughs> goes goes home. Are you saying that Kenneth jinxed himself by dyeing his hair blonde and and remaining perfectly uh, nice? No, I. <laughs> it only. I'm just noticing the pattern. It's not. No, I think that I think that Kenneth, for whatever reason, was not up to the actual yeah. um, challenges of this. Yeah. Um, Taraji says, like, go off, you know, to the next exciting adventure of this life. He's, he's, you know, super sweet. Yeah. He's wearing a very chic outfit, by the way. Um, that is a black outfit that brings me joy. Yeah. Um, so amazing. And, and then, um, Everybody gathers around for a hug for him. It's like they're it's Anna's, such an emotional sobbing. Like Anna is group. sobbing, yeah. and it's it's just a it's a, a yeah a very great a very warm group hug. Uh, it, yeah, it's yeah yeah it's it's wonderful. It's really beautiful. Yeah, even Christian um, when in saying goodbye is like you are one of the nicest, mm-hmm. sweetest, wonderfulest, beautifulest people. Yes. Ever met? So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So. So yeah. So we very, say goodbye to Kenneth from last week. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Yeah. So Kenneth. Kenneth. Um. Uh. Leaves our workroom, 
and um, yeah, and says goodbye. So, so yeah, sorry, Neyland. Um, so that's that's part of my bracket gone. Yeah, you're first person to lose the one, but it's okay. It's all right. I uh, mean, as as we've said in the past, as as I said um, last week. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm generally not the, uh, and I generally don't do so well with these. <laughs> yeah. I, and I feel like I'm right <laughs> behind you, actually. Like I'm a little afraid, I'm a little afraid. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but Patricia gets, um, uh, another win <laughs> for their bracket in chastity. So Mm-hmm. so wonderful we'll talk about that next episode um we'll see like, well I'll, I'm, I'm hoping the producer brags a little bit because when i win i will brag so just saying <laughs> all right anyway <laughs> um Nalen, any any final thoughts and anything to share with our listeners uh nope nothing nothing um Nothing other than usual. If you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Nalen Blake. Um, you can check out my website at uh, NalenBlake.net. Um, there, uh, I will say that um, we don't often say this on here, but um, y- we you should if you can find it within your um, your wherewithal to support us on patreon mm-hmm. um and uh that i say that because um that money goes to help ernez <laughs> with all of the production cost <laughs> and and stress of this thing i'm just along for the ride ernez <laughs> does an amazing amount of work that Aww. she is far too modest than to talk about whatever um and so yeah whatever <laughs> Um, so, uh, so, uh, she is all deserving of your, of your support and it means a lot to us. Mm. Um, it would also mean a lot if you want to, if you want to, um, review the show on your podcasting website of, of choice. And also if you get the chance, um, follow our, our friends, uh, podcast, um, linoleum knife um friends of the friends of the pod and and uh and fashion mavens alonzo duralde and dave white oh my gosh um (laughs) and ernez if people want to get in touch with you yes where can they do that you can find me on all the social mediums all over the interwebs at ernez h-e-r-n-e-a-s-e um i'm the only (laughs) the only ernez that's online um uh all the other ones are just you know doing all their stuff um offline and yeah mm-hmm. and i i'll have a link to my my current solo show that's up at tiger strikes asteroid in brooklyn and um Woo-hoo! yeah and thank you for some of like some of our wonderful listeners who have been tapping into my work and also um coming to um uh, the zoom talks i recently did a zoom talk with the wonderful aaron turner about abstraction and freedom and abstraction and um and so i'll i'll put those links up um up there and i will second linoleum life linoleum knife um i listened to uh their recent um, episode about dune because i'm trying to understand 
Dune. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I enjoyed this movie, but I don't, under- I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. So yeah. Anyway, um, I I really really enjoy them, um, and and second that, and so that link is also in the show notes, um, so you can link and and subscribe to them and listen and enjoy. All right, ah, oh, Nalan, this is great. <laughs> so good to talk to you. <laughs> and you. Yeah. And you. Um. Yeah. <sighs> so, listeners, take care of yourselves. Be well. And um. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yes. Oh my gosh. We'll be. Yeah. Next week we'll have Patricia. Um. So. Um. Until then, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.